0: Chris, we've been talking a lot about uh, the legislation, the bill table today for marijuana, recreational marijuana use in the House of Commons. But something happened yesterday in the House of Commons that I think, you know, we should talk about. Malala Uchefsai uh, became a, an honor, honorary Canadian citizen. She is the young girl who was attacked by the Taliban back in 2012. She was shot. Uh, on her way to school and she now is one of the people that campaigns for kids and girls and uh, speaking up and the right to education. She's a, quite an incredible character and she uh, said this yesterday in the House of Commons.
1: They say that he is the second youngest prime minister in Canadian history. He does yoga, he has tattoos uh, and a lot more. Uh, and while I was coming here, everyone was telling me, like, shake Prime Minister's hand and, like, let us know how he looks in reality. And, <laughs> and people were just so excited about meeting Trudeau. I, didn't, I don't think anyone cared about the Canadian honorary citizenship. She's
0: absolutely adorable. I mean, people love this woman. She has so much to say. She's only 19. And I thought it was absolutely perfect that Kelly Leach was seated uh, there, front row and center right beside her on her left shoulder because she said, Malala said, I pray that you continue to open your homes and your hearts to the world's most defenseless children and families. I hope your neighbors will follow your example. It's fitting that Kelly Leach was in the front row to watch that speech. But here's what I really loved about her because she started out the speech um, like this.
1: While it may be true that Prime Minister Trudeau is young and he is young head of government, I would like to tell something to the children of Canada, that you don't have to be as old as the very young Prime Minister Trudeau to be a leader.
0: She's getting a standing ovation now.
1: I'm like on still page seven, so there are like a lot left, so if you do the standing ovation again and again, you'll get tired. Just to let you know, there's a lot left. She's adorable.
2: She's very cute. And I think also uh, a little too much sort of fawning in the, and self-joy from the prime minister and his wife yeah. sitting there at, uh, in parliament that day. But I really think that this girl and people like her are what the, is you know, speaking as an outsider, the Islamic world needs mm-hmm. in a uh, reform movement as we, you know, try to, uh, you know, encourage a more liberal version of uh, the Middle East.
0: Yeah. And she says, you know, uh, she also said, I'm going to paraphrase here, that the people that um, the terrorists that say that they're Muslim, they are no longer once they commit a terrorist act, they are no longer Muslim. You are not Muslim. She's a Muslim herself and uh, just an incredible person. So I'm proud that she's a Canadian as well. Uh, She's got her Honorary citizenship. Hey, uh, Cosmo Magazine has the attention of the internet and not in a good way because of an incredibly insensitive tweet meant to drive people to its online site. Here's what it was. How this woman lost 44 pounds without any exercise. I'm clicking
2: on that. That is some good clickbait.
0: That is a headline that you can't resist clicking on for the full story. And that is what clickbait is. This is a story about a woman who lost 44 pounds and several organs because she had cancer.
2: Shut up and take my money. How do uh, I do it,
0: Chris? Stop. This is it's serious, and people are freaking out about this. It's. Uh, I think it's fine to to you know let the kids handle the social media for your company, but I think looking over their shoulder every once in a while is a good thing because we're raising people in an era of um, post now think later. The delete button is not a good substitute for conscience in a working brain. I'm just going to throw that out because it's disgusting.
2: Actually, what a lot of social media trainers will tell you now is. Don't post anything that you might delete because one of the worst things you could ever do is delete your tweet because then it's sort of an admission of guilt. Really? Yeah.
0: All right. Good to know. Uh, I will not be deleting anything, although I make a lot of typos and I send and then I think, oh, I got to get rid of that. Uh, How is this for uh, an incredible moment? There's an Arizona woman uh, or a Calgary woman, but I bring this up because there's five city golf clubs the public golf courses are open today. Yay! That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Um so this Calgary woman against astronomical odds is playing in Arizona and she's at a par 3 at the 12th hole and uh this happens.
2: It's in the hole. It's
0: in the hole. She gets a hole in one, right? So then she goes up to the 15th hole, another par 3, and you know, she takes her her, her drive. And what happens? That was so much easier than putting. I should just try to get the ball in one shot every time. She gets another hole in one. I kid you not. She got another hole in one. For having two holes in one on consecutive par threes, it's a 167 million to one chance. That's pretty incredible.
2: Congratulations.
0: You know, I know when you get a hole-in-one, you have to buy the club a drink, like everybody in the clubhouse. You're supposed to drive, buy them a drink. Did you know that? I heard a friend's father got a hole-in-one once and said, don't tell anybody because he didn't want to buy the clubhouse. <laughs> he wasn't he, he, he forfeited his bragging rights because he did not want to buy drinks for everybody. Wow,
2: I thought golf was an expensive uh, sport when you suck at it. Who knew no. when you're good, too? you got
0: to go in and buy the clubhouse a drink. So if it's two, do you have to buy two drinks?
2: Her two
0: person. rounds. He's, yeah, oh. two rounds for the whole clubhouse. She, Save I have, the
2: bragging rights. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I don't know. The bragging rights would be pretty darn good. Hey, uh, how's this for a headline? Hubble just spotted something massive coming out of Uranus. <laughs> I kid you not, that's actually a headline. Got our attention. Of course it did. The Hubble Space uh, Telescope has spotted a huge shimmering region around uh, Uranus, and it's caused by... Uh, powerful bursts of solar wind. Scientists track the interplanetary shocks caused by the two powerful bursts of solar wind traveling from the sun to Uranus. By the way, some people call it Uranus, but it is Uranus. It's just because they're prudes. <laughs> then they used the Hubble to capture their effect on Uranus aura, uh, auroras, rather, and they found themselves observing the most intense auroras ever seen on the planet. By watching them over time, they collected their first direct evidence that those powerful shimmering regions rotate with the planet, huzzah, that's science for you, ladies Hey, I, I've
2: got some other uh, breaking space news here. Uh, NASA has announced that one of Saturn's moons could support alien life. So that's uh, some potential life in our solar system, according to some molecular hydrogen that uh, has been found on one of Saturn's I will
0: moons. see your Saturn moon story and raise you a Jupiter story. Another great space. spot has been found at Jupiter. This one is cold and high up. It's a dark expanse 24,000 kilometers across and uh, 12,000 kilometers wide.
2: No, bad joke.
0: And uh, (laughs) anyhow, it's uh, cooler than the rest of the planet, and it's been named the Great Cold Spot. This is according to uh, the folks at CBC. Unlike the giant uh, planet's uh, red spot, the Great Red Spot, its newly discovered weather system is continually changing in shape and size. It's basically a massive storm on the uh, on Jupiter and it's uh cold cold cold. There you go. Bad
2: That's all I on have Jupiter. for space. That's all I have for space <laughs> the, the, right the now. the space file is blown up. Let's, Can I make another Uranus joke? No. Okay. Cuz
0: okay. the, the first one wasn't very good. Come on. Did it, you make a second one?
2: It was a dark expanse. It was huge.
0: Moving on. Um speaking of funny or not so funny. Ah. We were talking about this is a follow up to that story about um Saturday night live running with you, you, people were accusing last week's uh, Louis C.K. sketch on Saturday Night Live, the one with the birthday clown coming to his house. Do you remember it? Okay, Very if funny. you don't, I'm going to play a little bit of it.
1: Where's the uh, the birthday boy? Little Ernie, right? Uh, it's me. <laughs> Come again? Uh, I'm Ernest. It's my birthday.
2: Do you want to, So should we wait for everyone else to show up? or? No, it's just me. Whenever <laughs> you're ready. I'm sorry. Just before I start, I just—I guess I'm just wondering why. Just, I just start the show, man. I gotta take my mind off some stuff.
0: According to a senior pop culture editor at Up Rocks, Tig Notaro, who's another comedian, Louis C.K. kind of partially responsible for launching her into the mainstream, at least mainstream consciousness, by A, tweeting out that she just did the funniest set he's seen in the last 27 years when she did a set, uh, live stand-up set at two days after being diagnosed with cancer. Uh, he also uh, is a big supporter of hers. She did a, a sketch that is very similar to that quite a while back, I think like a year ago. And the headline says, Tig Natero finds it extremely disappointing that Louis C.K.'s SNL short is so similar to hers, which was originally called uh, Clown Service. And I thought that, you know, because they were friends, that they speak. Mm-hmm. She says, first off, um, I'm disappointed. Uh, I haven't talked to Louis C.K. in any way for nearly a year and a half. And I've recently learned that the writer-director who was fully aware of the Clown Service, her sketch... Uh, when I was making it, actually worked on Louis C.K.'s clown sketch that is in question on SNL. Yikes. Finally, never gave anyone permission to use anything from my film.
2: You see, comedians are always having this fight about stealing jokes and uh, whose property a joke is. Now, if we were just to look at the premise here, this is a joke about a sad, lonely person ordering a clown for their own purposes. Other than than that, they diverge from there. Yeah, it's true. Like the the clown in, in Tiggs is also sad and lonely, and it drags on for a long time before it ends with them ordering a clown and enjoying that the, the sort of Tig and the clown enjoying another clown, whereas the punchline for the Louis CK, uh, C.K. bit is that he's going to cut up the clown into little tiny pieces. Spoiler
0: alert. Hey, um, speaking of little tiny things, I don't know if you heard about this ten-year-old girl in Markham. She went to city council Tuesday for the right to keep her pygmy hedgehog, which was, you know, banned as a pet. They said, I "Okay, one. you had a py-
2: I had a little hedgehog when I was was growing it adorable? Up. His name was Sonic, and it was the world's worst
0: pet. Why?
2: Because anytime you turned on a light, it curled up into a little ball and it shuddered. You couldn't do anything with it except sort of roll it back and forth in your hands and get poked by the quills. You never uh, saw his face. The
0: quills are pokey, huh? He,
2: he died in that ball. What? We didn't know that he was alive or,
0: or, was or rather dead. that
2: he was dead. We thought he was alive because he every time he, was he went into sleeping. the room. Is that what mommy yeah, told you? It it's took, okay,
0: Chris. It it he's took just sleeping. F- it
2: took a few days until you tried to I was out, out on
0: it. a hike in B.C. when I lived in B.C. and I, I thought this is the worst example of parenting I have seen in a long time. Walking by these, this woman and her child is bent down over this salamander that is clearly dead and she said, it's okay, honey. It's just sleeping. That was a weird little place to go to. But I want to talk about the other animals banned under the city bylaw in Toronto. Here's what you can't own. Ostriches. You cannot have monkeys or chimpanzees. Literally, I wouldn't get a chimpanzee because didn't one bite their owner's face off. You can't have bats. You cannot have marsupials. You can't have farm animals in the city of Toronto. Weasels, minks, they're out of it. Ferrets are fine. I don't know. Isn't... Isn't a ferret almost a mink? Just they're not as soft? Nobody wants to wear a ferret coat. Giant snakes, that grow longer than 30 meters, and all lizards longer than 2 meters, also out. And no crocodilia, no alligators, no crocodiles, no uh, caimans. Is that what they're called? Anyhow, oh, and you can't have backyard chickens or turkeys. So there you go. That's what you can't have in the city of Toronto. It's just a little uh, public service announcement.